Hi, Mum. I'm sitting here with my mum, Leila Omedeli, uh, in North Vancouver, looking out at the ocean on Canada Day. And I'm going to just ask you some questions about you and Uganda and your life there and the time that you left. So, firstly, um, tell me, what did you, when you were working in Uganda, I think you, uh, did you apply to, can to come to Canada before Idi Amin? started all his stuff? We did, but I don't think the, the, the application went to Lebanon. Mm -hmm. It didn't go, uh, we couldn't have reached there by, by the time this thing, uh, this... Uh, the time Idi Amin uh, decided yeah, to yeah. expel the Asians. But you had in your mind to come to Canada anyway. Yes, I had already bought my tickets uh, to come to... Uh, to uh, Toronto, because Musadik was there already. He had just come, come, gone there a few months before. That's Musadik, my brother. He went to study at McMaster. Yeah. So you were going to go see him? I was going to see him and, and in fact, take whatever money we had uh, kept in London, in the banks, we would have brought it, which was not really that much if you come to think of it, but yeah, when it was you important to us. Yeah, so so you're deciding to leave to go to Canada and all of a sudden you see Idi Amin telling us that we have to leave. What were your first thoughts? The first thought was about the children, the, the girls, that we uh, what is going to happen to them because I was going to leave the same night that he announced. Oh. On the same night, my, and I decided just to, that I didn't want to go. Uh, and then when they announced, and I said, thank God, at least I'm here, and we'll do something about the children. And So, the first day when you heard, <clears throat> what did you begin to start to do? Like well, first, first thing we said, we are Uganda citizens, so we were not going to, we'll, I was definitely going to move whatever came, uh, whatever was going to happen at that time. Uh, so we were all Uganda citizens and we said, at least we, if we have to have ourselves uh, If we, at least if you have uh, you have at least you have a country that you belong to because the other people were British citizens and they were getting expelled right yeah British citizens Indian citizens everything were going but you were going to be able to stay yeah even though you were an Indian but what changed I just didn't like that place because I was it's always been afraid mm. um. I think mr. Malloy said yesterday that when Idi Amin decided to count all the Indians, and that day he took away passports and things like that, was when you realized that there wasn't going to be a good life for you. Not only that, but all our friends were not citizens, because somehow or another they they had uh, read, uh, they had how do you say it this that they didn't have their passports. They were, uh, they, they, were this, they, they were citizenless. Yeah, because they didn't, 
take the citizenship at the right time within they the too many months. They didn't renounce their citizenship. Yeah. Okay. So you had a business in Uganda. What was your business? Kindergarten. We had two schools of 150 children in each. Now you have an interesting story. So Idi Amin has decided the Indians have to leave. I think you have a story about Idi Amin's children. Tell us that. Yeah, I had three or four children in my daycare. In my, I, I, I call it a daycare now, but it was a, a morning school. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. And. Uh, the, in, uh, there were two or three other kindergartens and uh, I think he had so many children that he would give, uh, he sent two or three or four children in each kindergarten. So when he was there with, uh, they were with me, they did well. They were smart children. Well, not smart, but they learned quickly because I think the African mind they were so anxious to learn English that uh, that they just whatever was taught to them they just took it in and they started speaking English. So they, he paid your fee, the children's fees, and then one day. Well, he 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 actually never paid the fees, <laughs> um, but one day. Um, well, I would send him notices and I wouldn't get any reply. Uh, his wives were, I think, very afraid of him too. Um, then one day he came to pick up the children. And I, it, he, say, he asked me, how did I, what did I feel about his children? I said, oh, they're doing so well. Uh, then he said, is there any other problem? Do you have any other things to discuss. I said, you know, I've never had any, uh, my f I've, you've never paid my fees. <laughs> and he said, could you come to the office tomorrow and I'll arrest you? <laughs> no, he said, I'll give you the fees. I, I was so uh, strong in my mind that I, nothing can happen to me. And I went and I got my check and I cashed it straight away. <laughs> Did it bounce? No. But your bank account was soon to be frozen, right? Because uh, when you left Uganda, you, he took all your money. No, he couldn't have taken no, because I was a Uganda citizen, and M Mrs. Mullen was... We gave her the daycare. The, the daycare. No, yeah, the so when you're leaving, before you leave Uganda, and uh, you have some children in your school and one of them ends up being the child of a CIA agent named Toby. Yes, and his wife, we get, uh, she became a very good friend of ours, so we gave her the, we, we told her to watch it at the daycare, then the kindergarten, and uh, we gave her a good salary, and we left from there. But, okay, so packing up, getting ready to go, saying goodbye to Uganda, what are the, some of the things you were very anxious about? Money, probably. Yeah, well, no, I don't think it was money. Even if we had 5,000, to me, that was, uh, I was young enough that I would work whatever job we got 
and I knew that your school is always a necessity, so I would have a school. So I it was I it never entered my mind that I would be uh, without any money. But so when you st- when you started thinking of coming to Canada and you went, did you apply again uh, through the the queue in Uganda to? Well, the the we 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 had already sent our papers in, and uh, and what what we did was that See, we. This is the book. Uh, so you had sent the papers in, and, and did you get a number, and then no, they called nothing, you? No, nothing, nothing oh, was given. Him. And then they said, if you want to go to Canada, uh, line up, line up here. So we were in a lineup, but we were one of the first, maybe 15 people. To be in. To, to line up. So just a moment, and we'll continue on with Leila. So you had, uh, so you were one of the first people to be allowed to come to Canada. No, yeah, we were in the lineup, and they were calling you by your name, and your and number. And then uh, I, we were the, the the last people in the lineup that they called the name. After that, they said your number will be in the newspaper. Newspaper. Oh, so you were one of the early ones, and early ones. Yeah. So then, how did you uh, come to Canada? Did you go on one of the transport flights? No, I. Uh, I had to bring my father-in-law to England, so we had to go. Uh, I, I had an Air France ticket, and we went on the Air France. Because he was a British citizen. Yeah. Okay. And then I had my ticket. I had already bought my ticket to come to Canada. Yeah. So you were so. I was well prepared. Yeah. And then we had uh, Hamed was with me at that time. So your youngest son. Yeah. So when you're preparing to go. You've got to pack your things. How did you figure out, first of all, how many suitcases did you take? Well, we had to take only two suitcases. Mm -hmm. But it so happened that we found out that we could send some of our stuff by uh, ship. Um, And uh, so every time, if I packed a, uh, a box, every time there was some bad news on the TV, the box would get smaller and smaller because it would be packed in a uh, that what was necessary for me to take and what wasn't. You were culling, you were saying, yeah. okay. And uh, this must have been a very anxious time. What did you do with your properties and what did you do with your car and and? Well, uh, we, I, I f- for me, as far as I was concerned, I could have left everything behind except my own family. Okay. And. Uh, we we uh, we moved from where we were because where we were staying, it was uh, just opposite the the prison or the barracks where they were killing people and you could hear the gunshots and everything. So we moved into town. More like a concentration camp, really. Yeah. So then you you moved to town so that we'd be safer and. Yeah, and so many people used to the African people or neighbors or all of them, they would come to our house and they would go in and pick up everything, anything they liked. They just went and got everything. Yeah, and in fact, we have, uh, when we were choosing the photographs, then they were saying, oh, one for me, you know. They were divvying up your family photos. 
well, we 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 couldn't take all those big boxes. We had like a, it looked more like a, a what what do you call that? A, like a coffin. Yeah. That's how big it was, you know. Mm. And uh, so when we chose, we 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 chose the ones that we would like to take, and we were tearing up the rest of the oh the photographs, but the uh, the albums that yeah, they kept. Not album. Yeah, we took the albums with us. Yeah. So. You're leaving the people that have worked for you in your school and the people that have worked in your house. When you look back and you think about 90 days, oh, how many days did you leave in? Well, we left uh, maybe 60, 60 or 70 days. So you were one of the earlier ones out. Yeah. So 60 days out, you take uh, Mr. Umedli to London um, and you're getting on the plane and what do you think is... What are you going to miss about Uganda? What really did anything, or were you so excited about starting a new well, life? For me, to start a new life was one of the wonders of the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you I weren't crying ready. about the dogs, and you weren't crying oh, yeah, about Zakaria, your chef. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. My The servants, we gave them lots of money, maybe 10,000 shillings. It was a lot that time. We said, this is for the education of your children. Mm-hmm. And uh, we even there was one boy that we were supporting. And, um, he used to do a uh, like s- uh, part-time job in the in the house in the afternoon, but in the morning he would go to school, and we would drop him at that special uh, 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 sp- uh, private school, private school. And uh, we gave him a lot of money too to finish his studies. Well, I wonder where he is today. Um, and so, any other interesting stories or anything funny or scary that happened to you during those 60 days? Oh, um, you know, we had to go to the bank, and on in the bank where there were army officers, all, right, all over, uh, placed all over to see that nothing goes wrong there. So they had guns already, uh, they had guns, and uh, so I had to, we had to go and get the money, so we got the money, and because I was a Uganda citizen, we, we got our money for our children, um, yeah, because Musadik was already there and we needed... In university yeah, in Canada. So they, they gave us that money, and then as I was going out, there was one uh, Asian man, he said, I am not a t- citizen. And I don't know even know how to get out of here because if I go out of here, they're going to take me straight on the plane. So I don't know what I'm going to I said, just follow me. And I, I held my passport in such a way that they saw that it, I was a Uganda citizen. So they let me go through with this man. You helped him out. Yeah. And this man, uh, he uh, of course, I, I remember, I knew him very well. And But when he went to... He, w- he flew. He flew. Or he, uh, he went to Kenya, and he met my father. And he told me, "Look what your daughter did." So for brave. Me. Yeah. Well, I think you're a brave woman. Brave enough to ask Idi Amin to pay up his bills. <laughs> brave enough to make sure all your children and family were out of the country. Brave enough to start a new life in Canada. What were your feelings when you arrived to Canada? It's Canada Day today. I would have done anything to remain in this country. This is exactly what I wanted. 
the, when I was in South Africa, this where I was born, and I bought, I remember buying a big picture for my father, uh, a frame, and it had a, it had a, um, a, what do you call that? Uh, tra- a train? Huh? A train? No. no, 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 that... A uh, valley. No, no, what is uh, that? <laughs> canyon, canyon. Oh, you know canyon, the, yeah. The, the bridge over yes. the canyon, and there were um, deers there, and so I said that is uh, the exactly where I came. We lived in that house, and very close to us was the canyon. Lynn Canyon, she's and that's, talking that's about. Is my, that's what I always wanted. And you got it. So you're happy to be in Canada? the happiest ever I would never go anywhere else okay so any any other anything else you want to tell me any other story I, I think you know if you work hard here that's what we that's what we did we worked hard and our children were just uh, they did so well in school and the, uh, They did so well in school, and they've become prominent people, and they've worked very hard. They've, everyone has got a home of their own. We had our own, own home. <laughs> and and your grandchildren, born in Canada, half, almost all of them are half Canadian, half American. And whoever they fell in love with, they married. And we all never had anything like saying that no, they can't marry unless if they were our Ismailis. It was never mind, our, in our mind, hmm. so, my mind. So, um, if you had a chance to do something positive for Uganda, what would you do? I think I've done a lot. <laughs> being in the, uh, having a daycare for 25 years, yeah. I uh, educated over so many, over, over a two, thousand? Over two thousand children. children. And uh, I, I'm sure most, I would say at least 50% of the people or maybe more than that have done very well for themselves. I met And uh, they're good citizens. I met your partner Joy Mawenu in Uganda and she told me about all the amazing kids that had been in your school and now are leaders in government and doing amazing things. So. Um, I think you did a great job in leaving and uh, thank you for talking to me today. Thank you. You have to